Good morning, you two. What can I get for you? I'll have a stack of pancakes. Uh, yeah, me too. And, and make them... Spooch! Okay, and did you want coffee with that? Oh, yeah, definitely coffee. Definitely. Yeah, coffee would be great, thanks. Welcome to Spooky Pancakes, the podcast where a dad and his teen discuss horror movies they watched over Saturday morning pancakes. I'm Rowan. I'm the teen. I'm Dave. I'm the dad. Have you noticed that we started doing I'm Rowan, I'm the teen before uh, the I'm Dave, I'm the dad part? We used to switch it. Did we used to switch it? I don't know. No, we we used to have it flipped. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. What it, it... Whatever, whatever works for us in the moment is what we should, is what we should go for. Whatever feels good, you know? Yeah. Um, Me first never feels good, so. No. 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 All right. Um, so you did some music stuff today. I did. I, uh, (laughs) I had Central District's audition for, um, chorus. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like I did terribly, but I don't know. Apparently everyone felt that they did terribly, no matter what school or anything. Really? Yeah. So I'm not too worried about that. I never really, the only time I ever had to do something like that, I was taking classical guitar lessons in college and we had a thing called juries Mm -hmm. where we had to, you know, basically demonstrate what we had learned that semester in front of not only our you know, instructor, but then other other people in the department, like string yeah. string players and stuff like that in the department. And I never felt like I did very well with those either. So I can commiserate with you for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, like I don't think I did terribly. I just don't think it was my best. Yeah. And my course director who was there, she was like she's like, for auditions, it is never going to be your best. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah. She's like, it'll probably It'll be your best in the moment, but like it's never going to be your best. Did you have something specifically prepared for it? Yeah, what was it? Um, it was a song called "Jai Sole del Gange." Whoa, um, that's a mouthful. "Jai Sole del Gange." Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's in Italian. That is. Yeah. Oh, what's the what is it again? "Jai Sole del Gange." Huh. I don't Jail. know. G, I A L. Okay. And then w- one word. Yeah. G I A L. Second word, S O L E. Uh huh. Third word, D E L. Fourth word, G A N G E. Oh well, I've been Maybe? I've been studying some Italian, and the, none of those Del is the only word that I know out of all. Yeah, of no, those. it's a song about like a sun god, so I wouldn't oh, be surprised okay. if you knew. All right, yeah, that's not really in Duolingo's. Like, no. you know, here's the sun god. Yeah, no, it's. Repeat after me. 
happens but yeah. you know and then all we of have to our, do... our our tens of listeners will really in, enjoy that yeah, yeah. um <laughs> our 10 of listeners yeah um yeah so we also had to do sight singing oh boy um wow. and a, a scale they gave us okay. a note and we had to sing the scale oh well okay it's like how do you do with that do you think the scale they were just like they were just like sing a scale for then this is dough and just like a major scale? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Fairly easy. Yeah. Wow. Um, sight singing. Boy, that was hard when I was in college and had to sight sing. I always found that really difficult. I, you're already at such uh, an advantage now compared to where I was. I, I've said it a bunch of times, but it's, it's totally true. You're getting, you're getting a pretty good, um, music education for, I am. We have a, yeah. we have a very good music program at my school. Yeah. That's awesome. While you were doing all that stuff, I was busy trying to re-record, um, a song that my college band, uh, mm. did, um, and, you know, kind of update it for now, sort of. Oh. And, uh, and so I'm having to be like all of the people that were in my band <laughs> yeah. uh who were you know they were they were really fun people um and i'm get, gaining new appreciation for the parts that they wrote uh mm -hmm. for the song uh and embellishing with a few you know touches of of my own um but uh, i miss i miss those those days of of playing in a band and writing music together yeah actually i don't know if you know this um you know elsa's in a band um, yes, I would like with to. With her friends. Yes, I want to hear them jam. I joined the band. Mm. The thing is... Doing what? Okay, so... They don't have a drummer. Okay. So Elsa was like... Elsa literally asked me, she's like, do you know drums? I'm like, you would know if I knew drums. <laughs> yeah, like, well, have you ever played drums? Like, the, our house... Like, do you, <laughs> would be uh, a very different sort of place if there were drums here. Yeah, I'm like, do you, how would you not know if like I played I just, drums? You live with me. No, I think she's. I think it's more like, do, do you imagine that you actually? Could she said, be can, able to. She said, like, can you play drums? I'm like, I mean, probably. And yeah. so, I uh, mean, are you? Is it like punk stuff, basically? Yeah. I mean, that's you know, you just got to be able to kick snare sort of stuff yeah i i have a sense of rhythm i've been doing musical stuff for mm -hmm. one my whole entire sure. life i've been reading music for like eight years yeah so i'm not too worried about that so how is there a kit that you can borrow or something or what's the deal so there? that's the thing we don't have a drum set yeah well um, you just do it play drums on keyboards you, you just boom tap boom pat boom tap boom tap you know and like you know just playing the keyboards so it, it's yeah. you're already a 
can play piano. Yes. So then that, just, you know, play. That's another thing. Play, that, like, I might be able to like. Play drums, but actually you're playing piano to play the drums like that. It's an option. It's not very punk. But. No. Uh, <laughs> this so, is our keyboard drummer. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> No, I have a drum kit from hell and all that that stuff that's all programmable yeah. drums and stuff. But um, that's what I had to do. Yeah, we want we want to do I think some stuff in, in person when we actually get like Well yeah, I mean you, you totally should. Like I'm I'm totally for you guys getting together to jam. Just let let yeah. me know. I'll I'll help out to you know make it happen. You know? Yeah, mom said not to ask you for drums because you would give them to me. <laughs> She's like, she, do not ask she, Dad for a drum. She set. knows me. She knows me too well. She's like, she, he will get you any musical instrument. Uh-huh. You were not getting a drum set. I was like, damn. Yeah, you have a violin. I know. Yeah. So what's happening with that violin? I want to play it. All right. Okay. I've been wanting to play it this week yeah. so badly, but I've actually had a pretty busy week. All right. Well, maybe, maybe after we record this, you can do a little yeah. violining. Yeah, I really want to. So my idea is yeah. that they do have a drum set at school. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask the band director. I'm going to be like, hey, do you think I could like jam on the drums for a little bit after school sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Just like practice and see what stuff. it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll probably be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, we do know somebody who's a pretty darn good drummer. So Yes. I was uh, going to, I was yeah. going to talk to him. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, dad, what's on the menu this week? This week. On Spooky Pancakes, a single mother reads a bedtime story to her son and winds up with a gentleman caller who refuses to leave. It's The Babadook 2014. So this is a great example of like slapstick hilarious horror um, film, Uh, right? What? No, it is not. Yeah, this is a pretty bleak. This is a pretty bleak movie in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's uh Yeah, this is not yeah. what I would call a no. comedy. I I've been looking forward to watching this movie with you for a, a really long time. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. It's definitely good. It really scared me quite a bit the first time that I watched it. And I've I've told this story before. Mm-hmm. But mom was in the hospital and I was watching it by myself in the totally, totally dark room in the middle of the night. And uh, I remember stopping it at one point to go get a drink or something like that. And it really had the feeling of like, what what am I doing to myself right now? And it was pretty early on in the movie, so I hadn't quite picked up the the gist of, of what was um, what we'll talk about um, is is like actually happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it was very much a monster movie in my mind, and it, I actually found it really really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we delve into like movie in a minute. Um, Babadook. Do you know where that comes from? No. It's an anagram. It's a bad book. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a bad book. Um, uh, yeah. Have you ever had a book that really super terrified you that... 
funicula scared me. <laughs> when I was little, it yeah. doesn't scare me yeah. anymore. Well, he said Dracula bunny. It was that? I was like, how can bunnies be so evil? Right, but what what a benicula what, what was the substance that benicula needed? It wasn't blood, was it? I don't know. I think it was. We'll we'll have to fact check that at some point. Yeah. I know that Benicula scared you. You you even made a film. I did. Using um the goblin score, I think, from from uh <laughs> uh from Suspiria as as the uh <laughs> It was a stop motion of a um bunny animatronic. <laughs> It was, it was pretty great. It was a good movie. It was it's, I, those Apple trailers film. are just, it's so great what you I can movie. do with it. Yeah. It's so cool. You um, made a lot of iMovie stuff when we were little. For me, the, um, the, which was actually scary. This is a lot of it was scary. I'm telling yeah. you, you were destined for this. You really oh, yeah, were. No, you used to tell me that I would be your horror movie. Yeah, movie. I knew it. I knew it. Um, for me, the probably, well, there's a couple of different, like I've read scary things. Mm-hmm. I think the the first thing that I remember reading that I wished I'd never read was... Pet Cemetery. No, but I was okay with Pet Cemetery. I, I liked it. I thought it was scary, but it, I never had that moment where I was like, what did I just put into my brain? Mm-hmm. And now I'm screwed. I did have that with Stephen King, uh, with a short story, The Boogeyman, at a, oh, night, at a yes. night shift. Yeah. Um, I don't. I gave that book to you. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've read the Boogeyman read, yet, but I haven't read. I don't think the a the, lot of those stories. The Boogeyman is just scared the ever loving crap out of me. I'm gonna have to read that story. It was now. you know the thing in the closet, and mm-hmm. right now that's us. But um, <laughs> but <laughs> who knows? Uh, Maybe we're not alone. Oh my god, that really scared me. So there was that. There was a Clive Barker um, book that I read that was basis i think of the movie nightbreed called cabal mm. and there was a character in it or maybe it was even night watching nightbreed now that i think of it i forget but that one it occupied my brain so much that i could not fall asleep every time i closed my eyes i just thought of this character who had a um like a a, a gunny sack you know what that is like a um What's that other word for that? Like a canvas sack? What's that? The brown... Uh, potato sack? Like a potato sack. Yeah, exactly. Like that sort of thing. He had he had that over his head and he was, was just scared the crap out of me for some reason. But none of those are exactly like what Mr. Babadook is... The one thing that was sort of like that for me was I went out with some friends while my parents were out of town and they left me home alone. And um, I think mm-hmm. they had taken Colin to a hockey tournament or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we went to a Walden Books, which was a bookstore that used to exist. Mm-hmm. And I went back. So you and, went out with friends while your parents weren't home and you went to a bookstore? Y- yes. <laughs> But okay. it was it was while we were waiting for a movie. I think we were going to see RoboCop, um, if I remember correctly. But um, that could be off. It was either RoboCop or Total Recall. But um, we went to this Walden Books, and I went back into like the occult section. Ooh, and, dangerous. Yeah, it was. And I bought the Necronomicon. 
And I thought it would be cool because I was writing at the time and I wanted to do some research and have it be kind of, you know, realistic and everything. And then I started to get really bad feelings about having that, especially being like home alone. And there mm -hmm. were like, there was nobody else. It was just me in the house. I was in high school. And, yeah, I felt like I, I had it in the room with me. I actually had to take it out of the room and I brought it downstairs uh, and then left it downstairs and I went back up to my room. It's not going to be there when you go back downstairs. Yeah, it's, I, I don't, you know, I, I obviously don't feel that way about it now. I, we, it's in the living room right now. <laughs> Great, thanks. <laughs> um, it's also totally one, like 100% made up mm -hmm. bullshit. But um, at the time, I, f I found the idea of that book and I sort of felt like, oh, I can't believe I brought this into my house. Um, have you ever had anything like that where you're like, I can't have this thing around me. It's got like bad energy or whatever. Have you ever had that? Good one. Thank good you. one. Good Thank one. You. Well, all right. Well, should we... Uh, I can't believe I brought this into my house. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, should we try to do uh, a movie in a minute? This is going to be... There's quite a challenge, so much to I think. Unpack. It's, we've got to learn to be succinct, but not so succinct that we just say, shit happens. Because... We've done that We before. We... I've done that before. Yes. Do I literally say shit happens? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. One, two, go. Okay. Uh, a woman has a dream about being in a car. She like falls uh, asleep and we realize that she's waking up to a screaming kid. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have no idea what happens next. <laughs> Uh, kid is screaming. He's made a bunch of monster weapons. Oh yeah, he they does he go to school and get bring monster weapons and gets in trouble and gets kicked out. Yes, and so mom basically loses her job because of this because she's got to care for the kid. Yeah. So book. Yeah. Story time book. Babadook. Don't know the book. Read book. Is scary. Kid is scared. Yeah. Kid's terrified. Uh, book gets destroyed. Book returns. Book returns. Very scary. The Babadook is real. Babadook tries to kill uh, everybody in the family, but in the end is sent to the basement Motherhood. to live forever. Yay. <laughs> All right. All cool. right. The... We, we did it. Yeah. We did it. We did it. It, it was a close one. Um, even with a, with a total brain fart at the beginning. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like I do not remember the kid screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's like she wake, she like wakes up for her from her dream, and he's like running around the house or whatever, and he's got the oh, know, that kind of screaming. Yeah, yeah, like you know, doing stuff. You know, mom, 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 look, mom, look, mom, look. You know, sort oh yeah, of, you the know, magic stuff. Yeah, oh, he's got magic. You know. Yeah, and then there's stuff that we miss from behind the, oh, the yeah. behind the fridge thing. Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff we miss. We'll 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 talk about it. So. Yeah. Um, so this is an example of that genre that I know I've told you about. You may not necessarily have heard about, but, you know, was kind of a buzz for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and is sort of like fading out of the vernacular a little bit, but, um, uh, elevated horror. Yeah. So some of the, some of the other ones, 
um, you know, like It Follows is mm-hmm. is one, Get Out, mm-hmm. Hereditary, The Witch. Yeah. And I guess the way to think of it really is that it's a, a, way, a way of saying something lowbrow is uh, made like respectable or like maybe even like fancy. Yeah. So. What one, do you mean by something lowbrow? All right. So it's, for example, let's take like we're, we're going to we're going to elevate some stuff now. So the first thing we're going to elevate is fast food. How, okay. how do we elevate fast food? What's the elevated version of, of fast food? So we have like McDonald's, but then Panera. that's a, that was literally right here on my thing says Panera. <laughs> bam, bam, nailed it, nailed it. Yeah. Uh, coffee, Duncan. Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I thought this one's special for me. So for car racing, there's NASCAR. F1. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, so then I was thinking like, uh, there's like rock and roll and then there's like progressive rock. Um, I don't know if there's more uh, current sort of uh, take on it. Cause, so you have like, you know, just band, regular old bands and then you have like these bands that write songs that go on for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and that, that Pink Floyd, for example, uh, Roger Waters of, uh, the bassist and singer, one of the singers for Pink Floyd, famously said that uh, Pink Floyd is music that you have to sit down and listen to. You can't be doing other stuff while listening to Pink Floyd, which is mm-hmm. pretty pretentious. But, yeah, um, that's a... It's also totally not true. because <laughs> I have done, I've like painted a room while listening to Pink Floyd. Um, and then the other one I had is like the difference between like comic books versus like graphic novels yeah it's you know if you're reading comic books you're like dude you read comic books no man i read graphic novels la-di-da right so that's a difference right so well i mean so i think that you know people are saying i said on a previous podcast it's like when people say elevated horror they're like you know it's a horror movie but it's good (laughs) you know um i think it means more it's a horror movie but it has Connections to real world issues in ways that are a little harder to understand unless you sit down and think about them and kind of delve a little deeper into the real meaning mm-hmm. behind the bad things that are happening in the Yeah, movie. it's like it has substance. Right. It has uh more than its surface meaning. Mm-hmm. Right. And like it's movies have existed like that for a long time, but it just kind of became in vogue to, you know, be doing Using this as a horror as a way to tell some uh, some interesting stories, mm-hmm. and so this story. Um, Actually, I have, uh, most of my notes are about like what this story like is really like about and trying. Oh to yeah, say. sure, yeah. So what? It, so so tell me. Um. So one, it's about yeah. like grief and mourning. Oh yeah, definitely. And being a single mom, and then feminism as a whole mm-hmm. um <laughs> i wrote down fine on my own tm yeah yeah but she's not she's, she's not she's not fine on her own i don't think that's by the way i think this is an important an important point i don't think many people would dispute me on this 
she she has every capability of being fine on her own. It has nothing to do with the patriarchy or anything like mm-hmm. that. The reason she's not fine on her own is because of her grief. It's yeah. not that you can't be. It's this movie is not saying is is not like a um, uh, a diatribe against single you know parenthood or you know women raising children or anything like that. Single mothers. Yeah, um, no, it's about her not letting go of her grief. Yeah, which is, I mean, hard to do. Like, yeah, yeah, because in this, so um, Samuel is born. On the day that his father, Oscar, died. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Samuel, um, this movie, I think, also talks a fair amount about having, like, a neurodivergent kid. Yeah. And, I, like, not a normal, there's right. air quotes around that because right. normal is not actual, Yeah, it's but. interesting. It's hard for me to tell. And, again, I mean, it's interesting. I feel like everybody's become sort of an armchair diagnostician with autism that everybody Mm -hmm. like kind of sits there and goes, well, that kid's on the spectrum or whatever, you know, and feels pretty confident in in what they're saying or like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, you know, most of us are not qualified to make those sorts of uh, judgments. Of course. Yeah. It does not stop us from occasionally thinking these things. And, and, you know, mostly again, you know, when, when I think that it's a case of, you know, maybe I'm testing a kid or something like that so that I know to be, cognizant of things like they may not like me touching their ears or Mm -hmm. you know or something like that um that loud sounds may bother them you know all sorts of uh considerations it's not to like you know point them out in a in a way box yeah or do the sorts of things that people would have in the 80s when i was growing up and in school and there were people who were on the spectrum um because it was terrible and it was the 80s Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but um yeah, now neurodivergent is a word in a lot of people's vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, certainly. Why well, I, I didn't even know what I, I kind of autism when I was in the, the how I understood autism was was just in terms of the autistic savant. So, do you know the movie Rain Man? No, no. Uh, so in it, somebody who has autism also has like incredible abilities in some other thing like mathematics or they're like genius level Mm -hmm. so you know very you know rudimentary sort of social skills and ability to you know read uh emotions and things like that but can you know calculate pi you know out to you know 300 places or something like that you know like something ridiculous Uh, so that's what I i that was the only thing i really knew about it was that when somebody was autistic, sometimes there was this savant part mm-hmm. of it, but that was it. But now I just know so much more about it. And it's the word is out there that we are not all the same. You know? Yeah. And that people who are autistic are also not all the same. Exactly. And there are so right. many, that is such so a good many point. different parts of yep. it. Like, which is why it's a spectrum disorder. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, so is this kid on the spectrum? Not really sure, but there's something mm-hmm. going on with this kid. Yeah, he's there's definitely, definitely something he's not going neurotypical, on. or at least he has some trauma. It's yeah, like he's, had, he's hard, a lot of trauma stuff, and he doesn't. And his mom is pretty absent. Um, yeah, she's a little 
have absent emotionally. Yeah, have you? Have you? I'm not sure I have ever seen a better depiction of somebody who is just thoroughly exhausted. She plays tired and exhausted, and yeah, so who's the actress who plays so well. Amelia? Do you know? Essie Davis. Oh my gosh, she is fantastic. I bought yeah. every frame of of yeah. her being just kind of checked out and exhausted. Mm-hmm. She was just like, someone please help me. Yeah. Um, I would like to go back to the neurodivergent thing. Yeah, sure. And just state, because I think you know this, but uh, for listeners, that neurodivergent isn't only autistic. Um, that is just kind mm, of where, sure. where we were like, this yeah, kid sure. might sure. be autistic from mm-hmm. what we've seen and yeah. very dif- various different people and things in media. Sure. Uh, yeah, but neurodivergent is anyone who isn't, doesn't like fit the box of being like normal, mm-hmm. which is normal is stupid, but, um, it's a, it's a stupid word. I mean, like it, there's not really yeah, I mean, a normal, nor- normal just, it. yeah, no, sure. Cause everyone has little quirks and things, whether it's a full on. Right. But it helps us. It it's helpful for us. Like, you know, again, I go back to medically speaking, normal is important. You know, yeah. I, need, I need to be able to know, like, for example, when is it normal for uh, children to develop language? Yes. You know, because if they haven't developed it at that point, then maybe yes. there's something that we need to be like the doing. Average. You know? Right. So, yeah. So those sorts of things are important because those outliers tell us something. Yes. But if anyway. it is different, normal as being a person and normal being like having a stigma around it of being better. That's what I mean is stupid. Right. And well, and you know, Samuel's uh, cousin, uh, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby uh, thinks he's just weird. Everybody, mm-hmm. she says, everybody calls him weird. And do you know who everybody included people who, <laughs> you want to know somebody who called this kid weird? Who? <laughs> you. <laughs> I did. I did do that actually. It was, I felt really bad. Yeah, it was. I for, how did that come up? We were we were watching it, and uh, um, he said something about like you know. He's like, "What? Well, why does everyone hate me?" And I said, "Like, because you're weird." And then he went like, "Everyone thinks I'm weird," and I was like, "No, oh no!" I was like, "Oh no!" Like I was saying it as a joke. joke. I don't think it he's weird, a, but it was a joke. And folks, he could not hear her say that either. No, so and he's but pretend. I felt so bad. Felt really <laughs> he's bad. a pretend character. I was like, "No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." But it, you know, it I is that is what people, you know, so so people feel, you know, that way. Her, um, Amelia's own own sister. Um, Oh, Claire. Claire, right. Yeah, so Claire, you know, Claire doesn't want to go visit their house. It's depressing. Mm -hmm. She really wants her sister to just kind of move on. It's been seven years, um, and she really has not dealt with her grief at all. She's let it just totally take over her entire life. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's fair. Like, she, she needs some therapy. Yeah. Like some like serious therapy. Yeah. And it's rough because, you know, there she is. You know, this was, you know, I think of it only from my own experience and you go into having children and you're thinking that this is the ultimate team, you know, thing where like, you know, the the two parents are going to get together and you have this whole idea of what it's going to be like. And for them, 
that changed on the way to the hospital and mm-hmm. it's tragic and now she's faced with raising this kid and she was probably depressed the whole time he was an infant mm-hmm. and you know continues to be depressed um yeah and he's always a constant reminder that like yeah that that oscar's not around anymore mm-hmm. and he's you know doing things that are maybe somewhat like oscar um but he you know she's literally put all of oscar's stuff down in the basement and locked up the basement yeah um and meanwhile you know sam has managed to you know get a key to get down there and is performing magic tricks for his dad who he's taken his clothes and hung it on the wall and weirdly it looks a little bit like what the babadook is gonna later look like the moment where that mr babadook book appears yeah if there's okay here's uh what we learned today but like really early on in the episode sure what we learned today uh-huh oh, um, yeah. have we done those that in a while i feel I like we have so. yeah i think we've missed um, that what we learned today yeah, what do we learn if you are having um story time yeah and you let your kid pick out a book mm-hmm. and they choose a book from your bookshelf of books you have gotten them yeah or other people have gotten them that mm-hmm. you have seen and screened mm-hmm. and and you don't know the book. Yeah. Don't read it. Yeah, you should pre-screen the books, folks. <laughs> I that hit such a nerve with me because it reminded me of doing the book show mm-hmm. with with you you kids when you were little. What's the book show song? So, it's time for the, the book, book show. show. It's time for the book show. And then Elsa would sometimes say, on PBS Kids. (laughs) On PBS Kids. (laughs) Yeah. And so there was this imaginary um, I used to for Elsa and Rowan. Um, We would, before they would go to bed, reading a book. It wasn't just reading a book. It was the book show. And so we would, uh, you know... Each of you would like select a book, and then there would be like mommy or daddy's surprise book too. It's not a surprise book. It's daddy's surprise book. It's daddy's surprise book. Yeah, and I don't know how I remember that. It's been a yeah, while since we've book show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was only like it was like last year, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, no. That's not true. No, it's not true. You were you were a little little. I probably we probably nuggets. had our final book show. In, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. I'm sorry. Oh, the final book show. You um, didn't know it was the. Final I didn't book know it was the. I didn't know it was the last one. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was just imagining. You know doing, the last time you gave me up ups. Oh, up up up. Uppy. 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 Up ups. Yeah. Up up. Uppies. But I'm imagining a moment that either you or else would have brought me some rando book that I'd be like, what is this from? And looking at it and being like, it's a little creepy. I don't like, know. It's just a really like, blank 
cover. I guess, but the guy on the an... cover looks kind of scary, you know? Yeah, and, and like, it doesn't have an author, right? No, it was, so. Just don't read it. Uh, it's I, a pop-up book, though. Yeah, it's a pop-up book. Um, so that is very creepy. And for me, one of one of my favorite movies in this, in, well, no, sorry. One one of my favorite moments in this movie is where she's reading it to him and she's scanning ahead and she's sort of seeing all of the really sort of questionable stuff. But then she plows on ahead and and then the movie just like cuts to him like screaming and crying and her just like singing to him being like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. She's like, this was a terrible decision I have made. I'm so tired. Oh, it's just so tired. Someone, and I really, someone please like, take I, him for just like a night. I could not please. use critical thinking skills with this one and realize I should not just keep on plowing ahead with the book about like if I knock three times, you know. And like, like I come to visit you at night. Like, no, don't uh, keep reading. No, this, keep is, reading. this is a terrible, terrible thing. And she might have been like, maybe it'll get better. Yeah, right, right. No, it does no, it does it not. It does not get better. So when she when she finishes with this book, as she flips through it, it's got a whole bunch of like blank blank pages. pages at the end. So I'm curious, what do you think is going on with this book? Where how did this book arrive on the bookshelf? How did it get there? What's going on with the book? Because I have ideas, but I'm... I don't actually have that many ideas. Like, I mean, I figured it was just the Babadook, like, grabs onto that, like, mm -hmm. grief and um, mourning sort of stuff and is like, hey, you're vulnerable. You're mine now. Um, and, like, was like, this seems like a great time while this kid is currently having his, like, monster phase. And, like, mm, this would be, like, yeah, a really a cool... serious monster phase, but... Like this, this would be a really cool time to like freak you guys out because you're not you're not over this, and this kid is like kind of old enough that I can like really actually solidly scare him. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's like I feel like it was just like the Babadook. Okay, that's interesting. So here's something to think about. I know you're gonna say that's the dad or something. No, I'm not. What was Amelia's job before? Do you remember what she did? She says it. Oh, the, she's a nurse. She works at a nursing home. Well, she works at a nursing home, right? But the uh, when she's at that party, right, all the mothers there who she gets like really mad. <laughs> she gets really mad at the mothers, and she's like, "Oh, you're helping like needy women. Wow, so great for you." Yeah. She's Un unfortunately circumstanced. Yes, I forget what the, the yeah. Um, so they said, you know, aren't you a writer? Mm, and she said, yeah. And, and do you remember what she said? What kind of stuff she wrote? Uh, journalism stuff, right? Children's stuff. Oh. Amelia, I think, is the author of the Babadook. Of Mr. Babadook. Uh. And I think she's doing it and it like doesn't 
like in blackout sort of phases mm -hmm. or whatever. And, you know, maybe if we if we take it as a monster movie sort of approach, maybe she's influenced by the uh, by the Babadook. Uh, but the, one of the best giveaways and whoa, sorry, <laughs> so those there. a really, really cool detail that I didn't really pick up on until the second time that I saw this. So this is now like the third time that I've seen it because I watched it once with Brian, too, um, is that. After she torches the book in the grill, mm -hmm. she goes to the police station and one of her hands is totally covered in like charcoal. Mm -hmm. I do not think that this is from the barbecue. I think it's charcoal smudging from mm -hmm. having made the charcoal drawings inside Mr. Babadook. Yeah. And that's why she, she hasn't finished with it yet. And so she's still writing it and mm -hmm. constructing it. And uh, that the she is the Babadook. Yeah. Her, you know, her grief and whatever has created this, this monster um, that is set to destroy everything. And she keeps her grief down in the basement afterwards with her, all the stuff of her husband. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing to me is that she feeds, it worms. she feeds it worms. So, boy, like I, I apparently uh, the director Jennifer Kent had to really had to fight to keep this ending hmm. because the, the studios, I guess, that were involved, uh, really wanted Amelia to defeat the Babadook. Yeah. And she was like, that is just, you're totally missing the point mm -hmm. if that's the case. because like this You can't is, just defeat it. You can't defeat grief. Grief is something that you take with you. you. Overcome it. Right. Like but, you don't. You learn to deal with it. You, you learned, don't. Yeah, you learn, you learn to deal. But it's, it's always there. It's just a matter of like, how do you react to it, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and I think it's beautiful the way, the way that, that she does it. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine this movie being made by anybody other than a woman. Yeah, no, I don't know if it was it it would have the like correct vibes. Yeah, it would be really it would be really really strange. There's yeah, so I feel few. Like it would be done a little bit differently. Yeah, there's so few men in the movie. I mean, there's yeah. Samuel as a little boy, and there's the. Boy. The poor guy at the nursing home. Named Robbie. Who has no idea what he's getting into when he's yeah. like, oh, come over and stops by with a model for Samuel because he <laughs> thinks he's sick. And Samuel's like, I'm not sick. <laughs> and Robbie's like, okay. Yeah, this is quite the, uh, quite the house you have here. Yeah, I like that guy though. Yeah, like, he, was, he was nice. I, I, kept, I kept like asking her, I'm like, if you're so caught up, like why? He seems like a really nice guy. Well, she just can't like. He likes you. She can't let go of Oscar. Yeah. She can't let go of Oscar. I mean, Oscar is calling to her from the darkness. Yeah. And uh, Oscar, her, you know, this remembered version of Oscar that's now basically ruining her life. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's allowed, you know, to ruin her life. You know, is calling from the darkness in a voice that is very clearly like not his own, mm -hmm. but just it's like all distorted. It's like, bring me the poison. 
boy. Yeah. And it's like, and she's like, stop calling him the boy. You know, mm-hmm. which is great. It's a callback to, you know, to earlier in the movie when the school is saying that he needs to have, you know, somebody special with him yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, I think like Robbie, the, the guy at the nursing home, mm-hmm. I think like she was always being like, like she has a really hard time doing it alone. And so I'm like, just like, I know, I know. Uh, and it's it like, was, she's it was, like heartbreaking. Cause I'm like, he's such a good guy guy and he's like he's just like there and he's like always checking up on you but you just like yeah it's you like, can't move on enough to yeah and i think notice it's, it. i think it's accurate people dealing with monumental grief like that oh you yeah know, who well not dealing with monumental grief as the case is with her mm-hmm. you know can't get out of their own way they can't even accept help yeah you know be, because you know especially not if she like thought about like co-parenting or like romance mm-hmm. or anything like that like no yeah no. it's just all the most she has too for, painful the most she has for romance uh is our awkward moment Ugh. for the week <laughs> awkward moments <laughs> samuel's like just a huge cock block it <laughs> comes in at the end mom she's like ah! she's like oh my god <laughs> meanwhile vibrator is just <laughs> chirping away <laughs> under the covers <laughs> Oh man! Thank you. I hate this. Yeah. Well, that's that's what awkward moments are are for. This yeah. has been awkward moments. Yep. Brought Thanks. to you by Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's. Um, I was just gonna just comment on. You know, is it meaningful that she's working at uh, a nursing home? I'm not sure that it is. I, like really. I was thinking, like, like this is her future. Like in a, in a lot of senses, she's already turned into this. Like yeah, she's checked just out like old old you know old woman. Like she's basically dead already. You know, and yeah, it's just, she's like decided. Just she's so she's just like she's like the people there where she's like I'm just I'm just here. Don't know why. Yeah, I just am. Yeah, she doesn't care. She's she, she's doing bingo and reading off impossible numbers on bingo. Uh, five thousand six hundred and twenty-four. Yeah. Anyone have five thousand six hundred twenty-four? No. no. All right. Okay. And there's uh, also they have the neighbor too, who's looking after after them, and she's so sweet. She's so nice. It just goes to show you a lot of times when you are feeling overwhelmed. You know, and you feel like you're going through something alone. You're really not. Mm-hmm. There are people all around you who you are trying. You are not to... <laughs> alone. You are not alone. You are not. You are not alone. Dear uh, Evan Hansen. Yeah, I'll, I'll put some big echo on that or something. I'm like... <laughs> someone to carry you. We're going to get sued. <laughs> Uh, thank you for the use of the copyrighted material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. For so our podcast that makes no money. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, if you cut that out, then I just saying a little bit of you will be found from Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. It gives off the same vibe. It's the same vibe. It's actually, it's, ve- <laughs> it's very much the same sort of vibes, actually. It's like, oh, I'm all alone. It's like, look around. 
Yeah, you're not alone. You're not there. Do you see how many people? No, I've totally been there before where I'm like, I have no friends. I'm so alone. And then my friends are like, hello. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No friends. You cool. Have no, you have no friends at all. None. And then I'm like, oh, right. You guys. And there's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, hi. They're like, yeah. So if. Fun interactions. If Amelia has, if, if this is all really a case of like, she's the monster in this, mm-hmm. right? I don't think she's the monster, I think. Really? You don't think this, so? Well, I think yes, but I don't think her as a person or even mm-hmm. her as a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, not mothers well, aren't people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's, she's, you can be a mom or you can be a person. Right. Choose. Choose. Once you're a mom, that's that's, <laughs> that's your whole it. life. That's <laughs> everything. You nothing else. You've nothing. Else. Yeah, there's. That's it. That's your whole job. Yeah, our everything. culture sometimes says that. Yeah. Um. Yes, as a person, I don't think necessarily she's the monster, but I think the personification of her grief and the per- mm-hmm. personification of like the not dealing with this grief, like it's not like not letting it go because you don't let those sort of things go like you don't want to like that's not no that's not yeah it. and it's, i think that's the important point that this it. yeah i think that's the important point that this movie makes it, mm-hmm. it that it is she doesn't let it go no. she just controls it mm-hmm. contains it yep she Deals right she's it. the one who's in charge she mm-hmm. keeps it in a in a space it's going to be alive it just you can't let it get to a point where it's it, controlling you and everything around it. Right. So you keep it you keep it fed with some tasty worms. Yeah. And uh, and then you you know, it doesn't get all bent out of shape and break try to break out of the basement, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it gets uh, it gets yummy worms. Yeah. Yeah. And then as you pointed out, I totally did not see the first time I saw this movie. I'm so shocked that you saw that when the camera goes is like going up through the ground. That you see the dog buried underneath the yeah. rose bushes. I was like, oh. It's such a subtle little thing, but. It was not that subtle. There was. I don't know. I, I totally <laughs> missed it the first time. I never even saw it. I read something about, about the movie afterwards because I was like, wow, that's so wild that she's feeding worms to it. Um, and then they were like, yeah, after, you know, you see the dog, whatever. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, where did you see the dog? It. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, that uh, was really cool. So I like the okay, dog lives so, on in the rose bushes and yeah, the worms. Right. right, circle of life. Um, the circle of life. Okay. Oh, we're gonna get so yeah, we're sued. Gonna get so sued this week. Um, <laughs> so, do you know how like the millions of dollars that we've had to pay in for rights to all of the music <laughs> that's in our show uh, that you made? Shh. millions of dollars we definitely have yeah sure um (laughs) i like your interpretation though because i i I do i've seen a lot of people you know basically say they're like well you know amelia basically is the monster or whatever but i don't think that can be true because of a few things Uh, number one i think the most telling uh clue really is when um samuel gets dragged up the stairs because mm-hmm. then because if that's the case if it's all really this is just kind of like 
happening in her head because that's sort of one of the ideas is this is all yeah. really just happening inside of her head and Samuel's reacting to her turning into a monster mm-hmm. you know because of her grief which monster. is which is certainly a way you know to interpret this because he does say things like mom I, I don't want you to go away like yeah. he keeps on saying that to her like mom I don't want you to go away and then god the way he's like I'm going to protect you and ties her up down in the basement is just yeah. is so sweet you know and yeah you know, they're both, they're he both ties her fucked up, in, up. He ties her up down in the basement. It's so sweet. It <laughs> Out of context. I know. Um, and then she just... That's so, not the lesson to learn. Tie, ties her up in the basement until she pukes up black stuff. No. That's there, just this heartwarming. requires context. <laughs> it really requires context. And like his magic skills, like that's, that's putting his magic skills to use, mm-hmm. you know? Like he's, it's... It's all for something, you know. All everything that he's been been working on his yeah. monster hunting devices actually sort of work. Yeah, which is awesome that he you know gets his like catapult thing and shoots her with a a dart. Like it's shocking the moment where he stabs her with, with the knife. Yeah, he's like, "Sorry, mommy." <laughs> he goes, "Sorry, mommy." <laughs> Like, I think that's literally what he says. Like, yeah, he does. Does he say it, like, before he stabs her? or is it No, afterwards? he's running away. <laughs> Sorry, mommy! <laughs> yeah. No, wait. Yeah, I think he also says something afterwards where he said, like, I think he said, like, the, you have the, like, you have the Babadook or something. Like, I don't know. He, But he definitely does say, Sorry, mama! Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Like, well, he's running away. That's great. And what a great little actor this kid is, because I... He hasn't been in anything else. Are you kidding me, really? No. Wow. No, he's been in something called Spaghetti. Okay. Was that prior it's to? It's a film. It's 12 minutes. It's oh, okay. a comedy. All right. Um, and the cast consists of five people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a short. It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. Then he's also in um, The Gift and The Mirror. Are these all prior to or post Babadook? Uh, the gift is prior. Spaghetti is after. Hmm. And the mirror is, it has like nothing about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's, I he's definitely got a, French. a particular thing about him for sure. Yeah. He's so annoying in this. His screaming is just... It 2020. Make, his screaming makes me want to rip my ears out, you know? Like, it's so mm-hmm. bad, but he does a really good job of it, so... And it's pretty amazing how really charming and sweet he can also be. Um, yeah. I, I love he's, it. He's a sort of uh, kid where it's... I wrote I wrote this down in my in my journal, I said, like, he needs some specialized parenting. <laughs> he does. Like, he does. You know, he's like got good potential. Yeah, definitely. Where it can't, he can't just be, like, parented as if he doesn't have these little quirks. And, yeah. like, you really have to be like, that's just something he does. He speaks his mind. Yeah, sure. He says what's on his mind. This is my daddy lives in the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Like, he says what's on his mind. He doesn't really have a filter, 
that you can't change that about him. No. no. And so, like, it's learning that you to accommodate instead of to fix. It's hmm. a good way to good way to put it, hon. I like that. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a difficult thing to understand, I guess, and how to like tread the line of like do I accommodate this or is this something I actually have to like fix? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And usually it's a personal decision. Sometimes it's a personal decision, but sometimes it can't be. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like, do I just let this happen? Sure. And that's the same thing well, with like maybe. designer babies, yeah, which sure. are a thing where you can like change parts of genetic code yeah, where sure. it's like they might have this disability, like you can change it, but then it's like, do you want to change that or do you just want to let them have the a part of them? Because mm-hmm. a part of them usually has to do with if it's going to hurt them or if it's just going to like bother other people. Right. Like, maybe make their life a little more difficult. So, yeah, this is the type of movie that shows that parenting isn't always about, like, getting your kid to be perfect or, like, (laughs) obviously it isn't. But, like... No, no, I know, but... But that it's, like, he he is not going to be exactly what you imagine him to be. He's going to be himself and you have to deal with that. Right. Like, like, because he's he's seven. He's going to be kind of a crazy seven-year-old and he's just going to be running around doing his thing like you have to learn how to deal with that and then when he and like parent him instead of trying to fix him like you're not going to change who he is as a person yeah and it's hard to do that uh, all by yourself yes you know to not have someone to like discuss with when when you're you're like what do i do with this when you're not at your best i mean mom and i are able to be a team on on a lot of things so Mm -hmm. um so that makes it um helpful so um all right, so uh, how do we how do we rate this thing? What's the what's the world think of uh, think see. of the the Babadook, and then how are we gonna how are we gonna rate it? Um, monster weapons, maybe mm, monster how weapons. We, how we yeah, it? sure, monster weapons. Yeah. Um, okay. So IMDb mm-hmm. has it as a six point eight out of ten. Oh, really? Yeah, IMDb is sometimes what pretty the, critical. That's very strange. Um, okay. But Rotten Tomatoes has it as 98. Yeah, right. There we go. Yes. Uh, and 79% of Google users like this movie. Mm. Um, yeah, I I work with somebody. Actually, I think that somebody listens to the podcast. So um, if you decide to listen to this, Rachel, hi. Um, hi, Rachel. Um, I'm pretty okay, sure Rachel you. doesn't like this movie. Oh. I think it's like she thinks it's stupid and doesn't like it. <laughs> Rachel, no. So, uh, How dare you? Yeah. Um, you get one less pancake. <laughs> How dare you? No, you're allowed to have your own opinions. You, you are. You absolutely are. And I can understand why somebody who's a traditionalist is going to mm-hmm. feel like, I don't need this in my horror. Yeah. And you know, like, can we just have a case, scary movie here? Like an that's actual the case, scary movie? Don't watch Right. This type of horror. Right. Yeah, sure. Right. Sometimes there's... people are, have such like a stick up their ass about that where mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want that in my horror. I'm like, there's so many other horror movies. Just that is... don't. Just well, do something it's different. True. Like you don't have to you don't have to attack something that other people like just because you don't like it when there's that's not the only option for things of that genre. Yeah, there was a like great, you don't have to attack um... certain music types that you don't like. 
what other people like mm-hmm. just because you don't like it. Yeah. You can just let it go. That's right. I get um, like weekly emails from Fangoria and the editor had a, a really... Did they tell you, you should g- give us a link yeah. to the podcast? <laughs> I wish. I wish. You can we can advertise in Fangoria, but you know, that costs dollars. Um which we have zero of. Um so uh but he was basically saying that horror horror people are an interesting lot because on the one hand people like cry about like the major studios, like the movie the movies that they make, the horror movies they make are all stupid, you know, whatever. Like they keep on remaking the same garbage like it's mm-hmm. you know, part seven of, you know, whatever. Friday the thirteenth. Right. And and he's like like on the other hand it's like Yeah, sure. They're like, you know, um, you know, these are the same people who are like, man, when's the next Friday the 13th coming out or whatever, you know? You're like, you don't, and you don't want it. You know, and then on the other hand, too, he's saying like, look, there is plenty, there's horror of all varieties right now for you to discover. If you are tired of the same thing over and over that the studios are producing, like there's Watch independent stuff on Shudder and, you know, even Netflix you know, make some original stuff that is not based on any story or anything. That's just like mm-hmm. original horror. Um, so we live in a good time for that. So yeah. that's good. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, do you want to give it out of five monster weapons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so story, I give it four out of five. It could be possibly a little more. I resend that. Um, five. Yeah, five I'm, I'm five weapons. monster weapons on this for sure. I think it's open enough to interpretation that it makes it, you know, interesting where it doesn't spell everything out for you, where you've really mm-hmm. got to think about it a bit. And it has just enough of the, again, I go back to this word, the uncanny, like that moment when the book is on the shelf and the moment when the book shows back up on the doorstep. Yeah. Those moments... I, I love those in a horror movie. They're just scary to me. The mm-hmm. unexplainable, like unsettling. Humans are of the unknown. We've talked about this and before. It, and it doesn't have to be major stuff. It can just be like an object that should not be there. Yeah. You know, a, a book put together from, you know, being torn apart and in the garbage is back on your doorstep. Like, yeah. who did that but, and like, how and why? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I like that. I like that it goes there and it doesn't, you know, yeah. really answer all the questions. Yeah. So, acting, that's an easy five for me. Yep. Agree. Agree. Um, filmmaking? I think it's pretty good. I would say, uh, for me, it's a four. It's, there are moments where... Um, I feel like they could have taken a little bit more liberties, like maybe done a little bit more with the... The directing's great, mm-hmm. um, but like, yeah, it's low budget. Every now and then, mm-hmm. shine. It, it's like you, I become intensely aware. And... Well, and the way that they sh- they shy away from the monster ultimately, um, to me, like there could have been, I don't know. There's the like the Jaws principle, right? Oh, you haven't seen Jaws. I have not seen Jaws. Jesus, that's crazy. But okay. Um, <laughs> But I get why you won't. <laughs> I, I don't want to ruin the ocean. Um, 
but you don't see very much. There's the alien principle, right? Where you you mm-hmm. don't really see much of the the monster. So the, the the few moments that you do, it's it's really shocking. Yeah. Um. But there are moments in this where I feel like the Mr. Babadook isn't really all that. No, I feel like scary. He kind of looks like a like black and white version of Willy Wonka. Yeah, it just. It and could, granted, Willy Wonka is scary yeah, in the Johnny Depp version. Like yeah, he can it's be kind of scary. scary. But there are moments where I just felt like it just could have been a little bit scarier. Yeah. Um, I think that might go along with effects, too. But yeah, but I liked I liked the I thought the music was pretty good. I thought the the sound was really, really good. Yeah. There are moments in that there's whispering going on that I, I'd never heard where you, there's whisper. If you listen very carefully, there's a moment where somebody's going, there's someone inside the house. It's just sort of like really like playing in the surround speakers. Mm-hmm. And I had never noticed that before. Wow. It's really, really quiet. And then I think there's some backwards talking in there, too. But it was yeah. definitely the, there's someone inside the house. You're like, oh, yeah. God. Uh, I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't like that creepiness. Yeah. And then just like the sound of knocking three times is just. It's a classic, but it's good. I don't like um, yeah. yeah. So four. Yeah, I think four. I, I yeah. guess that's where no, I am. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I get that the monster, just to quickly go back, I get that the that Mr. Babadook is supposed to look like a paper cutout from out of a book. Yes. Like, that's kind of the... the. I, but I still think it could have been just a little bit better, but... I thought the cutout was a little scarier than the... Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, 100%. I th- in a lot of ways, I think the book is scarier than when it, it, it actually surfaces, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at that I point, think that goes it kind of stops being scary, but... Yeah, like I think when that, it's the book, it's the scariest. I think that goes along with effects, actually, where I feel like they could have done just slightly. There isn't very much done with effects, mm-hmm. but so no, no, they do some hands or wings or something. At yeah, like, that the didn't make sense. It didn't to me, make but... sense to me, and also it looked like it looked like paper cutouts. Like I know he's supposed to be a paper cutout, mm-hmm. but like it didn't look like. I feel like that wasn't what they were trying to go for. Like it just didn't. I don't. I don't know. It well, it's hard for me to me. tell if it really was supposed to be paper cutouts because it was from the book, mm-hmm. and you but know, it just looked to me. It just looked badly done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'll give. I'm gonna give the makeup and effects a three. Maybe might be generous. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Three is mm-hmm. three is about where I am. Yeah, so overall, we probably give this a... F- well, what do we think about... Remember, we were going to start doing... Oh, scariness, uh, scariness rating out of scariness. 10. Um, honestly, I feel like this would definitely be scarier alone in the dark that night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I will give it a six. Okay, yeah. But... Yeah, it's weird. Like, I have to try to get myself to go back to that place that I was on that first night. Yeah, and but that, you've told me about that. You've been like, the Babadook is so scary. It, it and I watched so it, and I was scary. like... so scary. I watched then, it, and I was like, that's No, not... then I watched it with Brian, and I was like, why did I think this was so scary? Yeah, it's good. It's definitely yeah, good. Yeah. I like the message. So but I think, like, I think not... now I'm, I'm at, like, it's like a seven, maybe, for me. Yeah. Okay, so overall... Not including scariness. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably give it an average of four, maybe yeah, I think, four point. I think five. I, I'm. I lean towards like a four point five. Yeah. You know, overall. Um, yeah. It's really good. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I think it's in- incredibly 
incredibly well done, has a lot of great things going for it. And and the fact that it was it's a low budget movie out of Australia. Yeah, let me see the budget. And uh two million US dollars. Was what the budget was? Uh-huh. Really? I thought it was less than that, but uh it interesting. made um ten point five million the box that's, office. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It more than doubles it. That's that's good. Um yeah, so for me it I, I say for me all the time. Of course, for me. For me. Um, I like. Honestly. Honestly. I like that it has actors that I've never seen in anything before. I I often enjoy that. Yeah. Because I'm not bringing their past performances into something. And mm-hmm. they do a really, they do a really good job and they, they entertain me in this. And it's a, it's one of the an, yet another movie that I think in a lot of ways this one had a happy ending. It did. It did. It definitely had a happy ending. I mean, a, a it, dead dog, but yeah, um, sad. But a but a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. So, it was good. Yeah. Sorry, that was whistling. Um, <laughs> it was definitely good. I liked it. Yeah, awesome. Well, I think I'm I might glad. rate it a little lower than you do, but yeah, no, that's okay. Like Point five. That's okay. You it's know, not terribly different. We are gonna have to watch something soon that we neither of us have seen that we can experience together and also we've got to start watching some garbage we really do we've been writing <laughs> stuff high recently this is some really high stuff we gotta we gotta get back to like slumber party massacre level uh um, yeah. stupidness at some point or like maybe uh, we should write blair witch 2 which was oh the God, thing that the we kind impetus of for this it kind of made us feel i just like we should, I hate the idea of spending time to watch that piece of crap again it was really bad. Oh. It was a really bad movie. Oh, man. Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. It was so bad. I was like, what What am I even watching? Oh, Where is this going? God. This is going no... This was not... This meant nothing. Well, if any no of fault. you... If any of you have any ideas about uh, movies that uh, that we should watch or whether you want us to keep on talking about good flicks or garbage... Uh, definitely uh, drop us a line on mm-hmm. the socials. Uh, that's what they're there for. Yes. Um, and we, you know, again, I guess we're going to say we'll try to be more active on it, but, you know, who knows? Twitter <laughs> Twitter may not ever be a thing anymore. Yeah, Twitter uh, is um, the way that uh, right Elon now. Musk is sort of dismantling things from the inside. Yay! But uh, <laughs> I never used it, really, so I don't know. I'm yeah. old that way. Um, but anyway, uh, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us today mm-hmm. that's awesome of you yeah thank uh, you for listening time is your most valuable resource and it's really cool uh, that you spent that with us so yeah. thank you go do some dishes <laughs> listen to listen to your parents don't bring monster weapons to school yeah <laughs> or any weapons any weapons how about, any how weapons. about that how about that don't bring weapons to school it We'll get you at least suspended. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks to the Loger designer. Mm-hmm. Thank you to mom. And uh, thank you to all of you. Yeah. And this has been Dave. And Rowan. Reminding you to, to keep, keep it spooky. Find Spooky Pancakes online at SpookyPancakes.com. And make sure to follow us on our socials at Spooky Pancakes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Spooky underscore Pancakes on Twitter. And if you're liking what you're hearing, 
please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And a five-star review would be great, too. Thanks. Bye.